back to the Dakota Student Podcast. The Dakota Student Podcast is your place to find all things news, sports, entertainment, and more in the greater Grand Forks area and beyond. I'm your host, Molly, and I'm joined in studio today with Madison Feltman. Hello. And Mason Dunleavy. How you doing? This episode of the Dakota Student Podcast is sponsored by Waves Float Center in East Grand Forks. Experience full body relaxation in a float tank filled with enough Epsom salt to make your body float like a cork. Floating has been shown to help with anxiety and stress, PTSD, chronic and acute pain, migraines, concussions, sports recovery, creativity, ADD and ADHD, and relaxation. At Waves, they want to help you turn your worries and pains into nothing. Use the promo code Dakota Student and reserve a 60-minute float session for only $39. Go to wavesfloatcenter.com today and use the promo code Dakota Student. All right, so in news this week on campus, um, we had the Memorial Union groundbreaking ceremony. Exciting stuff. Very exciting. The Memorial Union groundbreaking event was attended by interim president Dr. Joshua Wynn, other UND faculty, and student government from both past and present. Yeah, if you happen to miss the um, groundbreaking event yourself, there is a lovely video of it up on our UND social media pages. They had custom-made UND shovels, and it was just an exciting moment to finally break ground on the exciting new Memorial Union. Um, And speaking of our interim president, Dr. Joshua Wynn, they recently just started a podcast, a presidential podcast. Um, So if you're interested in that, be sure to check it out on the leadership blog. Um, So another thing that happened this week was the Sioux Awards. So Mason, do you want us to tell us a little bit about those? The Sioux Awards are an opportunity for the alumni to be recognized for all their accomplishments and to thank them for what they've done for UND and the student body. This may sound cheesy, but like without alumni, I feel like universities are nothing. We do get a lot of our money from alumni and like donors, but alumni are a big source of all of our um, um, revenue. Yeah, I also think, like, having successful alumni is very cool. Yeah, it's also cool to be like, oh, well, that could be me. Because, like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I go to school in, like, North Dakota, but then don't think that anything will come out of it. Right. And then you see these people that also graduated from here that are super successful, and you're like, oh, I could do that. So you want to know something super cool about the communication department? A guy who graduated from the comm department actually is the NHL. um, He runs the social media for the NHL. That's insane. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Also a downer, the homecoming parade was canceled for like the first time in years. It was, but I mean, it was raining all day. It was like cold too. So, I mean. I don't know how many people would have actually showed up, but it was a bummer that that got canceled. So for national news, the ACLU has announced a new lawsuit against the Trump administration. This time it's focusing on the families affected by the separation policy. They are currently fighting for $3 million to be awarded to each family affected by the separation. Now keep in mind, all these families separated are separate because they crossed the border illegally. No asylum seekers have been separated. 
I think for me, my issue with this is that this system has been in place for years, but for some reason it's only been like a national issue because Donald Trump's in office. Exactly. And I hate to say that, but like that's the truth. Like this has been happening for years and like all of a sudden just because it's him and they're trying to find every little like thing, it's like a big deal. So if you read the article, yes, Mm. families have been separated by past past presidents. Um, Obama and Bush both separated families, but they didn't do it under a blanket policy like Trump is doing, the Mm -hmm. zero tolerance policy. And Trump's separation numbers are a lot higher than past presidents. Yeah, well, and I think it all ties back to this fact that he wants to build this huge wall that people is causing like a major divide in this country but so i think that that's why he's under such a scope when it comes to immigration because that's one of the biggest things he's trying to combat during his presidency so i think that and like you said donald trump everybody just wants to hate donald trump because he's donald trump Mm -hmm. so everybody is looking at him with a microscope and being like um like looking into these things and nobody wants to realize what has happened in the past years and what past presidents have done um they just kind of ignore all that. They ignore the bad things that pre- past presidents did because Donald. They think Donald Trump is like the cherry on top of bad presidents. Well, I think like his whole like build a wall mantra was just rough because I think it put a target on his back that like. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with that is that he said Mexico would be paying for it. Uh, I agree. No. Like he just kind of took it too far. That was a bit too far. Um, I think that he takes a lot of things too far. But I think that because of the whole build a wall thing, that any immigrant issue is going to be a lot bigger because of like how he's approached it in the past. Yes. What do you think about families being split up? Um, well, most of the time it actually isn't families being sp- split up. It's relatives, not even legal guardians of the child. It's aunts, uncles, and then sometimes they're not even related. I like obviously I disagree with the fact that they're separating like young children from their parents because it's a horrific thing but you have to think about it this way it's like there's so many people that have come here with their families and done this the right way so they're not split up and mm-hmm. they've done they've figured out a way that they're fi- like they're basically asking at this point when they see all these families getting split up if you come to the u.s and you expect not to be split up that's kind of naive like if you come to the u.s illegally yeah illegally i should say that it's kind of naive because you see all these families getting split up and it's like they come here for a better life but are you really creating a better life for your family if you're having to jump through all these hoops and go um go to court and your family's being split up like I just think like to me this whole immigration thing like I just kind of disagree with some of it because I feel like it's kind of slapping the people who have come in here legally and done it the right way in the face like they've taken the measure to be here safe with their family and it's like these people just think they can come over and get it free like I mean I would love to like hear from somebody who has come here immigrated here what their thoughts are on illegal immigration because it's just, yeah. And the people who call family separations inhumane have to realize that when you break laws here, especially with children's in presence of yep. that, uh, they're going to get separated. Well, no exactly. matter if you're a citizen, if you sell drugs out of your house and you have kids, they're going to yeah, be taken from it's you. It's the same thing. And like people don't want to realize that it's like if somebody was selling drugs and they did not get separated from their child, people would be freaking out. They would be like, this child needs to get out of the house, yada, yada, yada. But because it's like this crime isn't necessarily 
like harming and i mean it's obviously harming our economy but it's not harming like an individual person they just don't think of it that way like you like you said you have to think about you're breaking a law you're gonna get things taken away from you they all should be in jail but they're not mm-hmm I think it's, like, the issue of, like, they split these families apart. However, they don't keep, like, paperwork about yeah. Um, So, like, they're splitting these families, and, like, the younger kids obviously don't have resources on mm-hmm. where to find their families. And I think the issue is is that the way that they're being split, like, these kids don't know where their parents are. Yeah. And I do understand that they are breaking the laws by coming here. However, I think that there needs to be a better tracking system so at least they can reunite with their parents. Because, like, there were stories of, like, kids not being able to oh, yeah, even reach weeks. their parents for weeks. And I think that that's messed up. I understand. It is messed up, but I feel like that system down there right now is very hectic. I, it's probably hard to get a grasp on everyone coming through. Because they just had that caravan with, what, had, like, 10, 15,000 people? Yeah, that's, it's like there's that's a so hard, many. That's a lot to yeah. process. I just think it needs to be more organized. Um, so like little children aren't like I haven't talked to my parents. I don't know where they are in like six months. And like down the our road, they're reunited. Is not very organized. Yeah, right. I 100 percent agree with that. But like like Mason said, our justice system is not organized. And honestly, they probably don't have the staff to man mm-hmm. something like that. And like take every child and be like, here, this is where your parent is. Like it's going to be impossible because. Yeah, it's just like, but I totally agree. I If something like that were to happen, I think that this would be less of an issue. But it's just kind of impossible in a sense in our like government today, just because based on resources and time and effort and money. If citizens get in trouble, it takes months to go to court. Exactly. So it's like they're just under the same, they're, it's the same justicism, justice system all the way across the board. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're getting cheated because they're immigrants like this is how it is it's like it takes months for people to be reunited with their families after they their parent may have done something illegal if they're a u.s citizen yeah i just like think at least like they know where their parents located i think like that's my issue because i like can't imagine being like seven and being like well Yes, I'm sure the kids don't really even know what kind of trouble their parents are in. Like, let's yeah. be real. Mm-hmm. Little kids don't really know. No. And so they're like, well, I don't really know where I am. I don't know anyone around me. And they don't know where my parents are. Like, that must be terrifying. And I yeah. just think from, like, a kid's point of view, there just needs to be more organized. They need to, like, sort out a system. If they're going to be so strict about it, then mm-hmm. they need to have the resources to back up all the manpower that they're doing. Yeah, and I agree. That's, that's a major talking point the ACLU is bringing up is that it's – causing mental trauma to the children affected by Mm -hmm. the policy yeah i agree it's very true it is true i mean this is a topic that is always gonna cause controversy and it's always going to be um something that is like thought about and talked about for years to come like i don't think that we're gonna see a silver lining on any of this in the like is this is just something that's always going to be an issue here in the united states so In other news, Bernie Sanders recently had a heart attack. But he is coming back. He says he is coming back. We'll see how long he's feeling the burn himself. How old is Bernie Sanders? Um, 87 or around there. He's 87? A, he's a pretty old man. See, that's the thing. You have to think about, like, is this man capable of, like, making it through the presidency? Not that he's, like, going to, like, not because he's, okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, hey, dude, I knew there was a seven like, and eight how is there. he even, like, <laughs> 87? But, I mean, like, I'm not trying to, like, 
say that in a mean way or whatever but like you have to think about presidency takes a toll like mm-hmm. my favorite thing is to what like look at is like obama went but prior to being being elected, he was like this well put together man. And if you look at a progression of him year by year, his hair gets darker. He gets bags like on wrinkles on his face. So you can definitely see like the toll presidency takes on the physical body. If you just look at Obama through all his eight years of presidency. So, I mean, you have to think about how is Bernie Sanders, who literally just had a heart attack, going to make it through what would he look His like term. at the end of it? Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Somebody do me a Photoshop. Yeah, I don't know. And that's a, that's also somebody, people bring that up. They're like, are we ever going to put a cap on how old people can be or how like, because I mean, you have, don't you have to be like 35 to 35, apply? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, like you have to think about it. It's like. All of them are above 70. Yeah. You have to think All about the like, are these pullers. people in the like condition to be a president like if i guess is that what i'm thinking about it's around there too like think about how much stress they're under yeah all the time so you have to think about if he's having heart attacks while he's just in like the early campaign how is he gonna last through was it stress induced though or was it just like a medical condition because like we can't just say that he's gonna have a heart attack i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna get elected and then have a heart attack that's a terrible thing to Who say his, who's i his really hope that doesn't happen it is I, I a bad it is that's a bad, like a terrible thing to say they haven't picked, picked it no oh yes okay. sports how are we gonna segue from bernie sanders <laughs> dying one thing bernie sanders can't do is play football <laughs> am i right ladies and gentlemen <laughs> At least not as well as UND played this weekend, um, as they managed to slip away with a homecoming win of a mere 38 to 36 against the UC Davis Aggies. Also, in I other news of sports coming away with wins, there was a the Ralph held its first hockey game, and it was an exhibition game, but UND managed to slip away five to one against Manitoba. Pretty exciting for the first game in the Ralph. Um, I know a lot of people are super excited about um, being back in the Ralph. Hockey has always been a staple to the UND community. And um, they're even more excited because there was a brand new um, scoreboard um, installed over the off season. And from what I hear, I unfortunately was not at the game last night. But from what I hear, that scoreboard is looking pretty nice up there. I guess UND was just winning all week as the girls soccer team managed to come away with a two-to-one win against University of South Dakota here at home. Um, It was quite the homecoming week for sports. Pretty exciting. If you are looking to check out that brand-new scoreboard, um, there will be a series against... How do you say that? Kansas. Kansas here in Grand Forks this weekend on Friday and Saturday. So be sure to be there. And other events, the coat drive is still happening around campus, so be sure to um, collect your gently used or new coats if you feel generous, and be sure to donate them for the Spirit Lake Reservation. Um, just a reminder, the drop-off is in the UND Accounting Office in Gamble Hall. Yes, so make sure you do that. 
Well, with the weather dropping, we are expected to see some snow this week, which is extremely sad. All of our crazy weather that we do have here in Grand Forks, it's important that you check out the UND weather update on Facebook um, because the students that go here Mm -hmm. do like a weather weather forecast daily. So we can check it out and it would be cool to like see your friends or be like, oh, I see that kid on campus all the time. Um, So check that out if you want to be up to date on the weather in Grand Forks. High quality content. There's also a photo of me standing in floodwater, so if you want to see that, be sure to check out the Facebook page. (laughs) Maddie's famous. I am very famous. Well, I know while it's snowing, I'm definitely going to be inside, and I am definitely going to be playing Mario Kart World Tour. If For those of you who do not know... Um, Mario Kart finally listened to everybody, what everybody was asking for and released a Mario Kart app for, I'm sure it's on Android too, but I personally have an iPhone and I have been, um, procrastinating and not doing my homework and not doing other things because basically I'm on Mario Kart all the time. I practically, I don't have any more cups to play because I've gone through them all and now I'm trying to beat my own scores. Oh, it requires cups to play. You, ha- you like play in different cups every... Um, so do you have like a time limit? Do you have to wait to play again? Yeah, yeah, because they like release the cups like every 24 hours. But right now, they're all there's all the cups that have happened out um, if you just get the app. But it's the next game. Obviously, I think it is a little bit more tricky than um, like Mario Kart on like an actual gaming system. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, it's and I don't really know how else they would design it. You basically use your finger to go back and forth. I wish that you could just tilt your phone to go back and forth. There's a setting that you can tilt your phone, but I did that and it's really not that. It's it's not much easier. Um, Like the finger one is definitely the best. Also, make sure you have drifting mode off because drifting mode. It doesn't even let you steer back and forth. It's ridiculous. It's really hard. My one roommate plays without it. And like, that's the way she taught herself. So she only knows how to do it. Like I turned on her smart steering and she didn't know how to play anymore. So basically it's the Mario Kart's. It's kind of the same as other Mario Kart's other than like you have to, like it comes with that whole, like the cups are only available so often. It's not like a regular mario kart on a gaming system and then obviously since it's an app they got to have those lovely in-app purchases um there they do they go from 50 cc to 100 cc to 150 cc and if you want to get up to the 200 cc you have to pay for this gold pass um you can get more like yeah exactly you can get more like boosters and like you can level up your players more if you have the gold pass um, because you have to get a certain amount of points to get stars to continue playing the game. And so it basically just like ups your level of playing if you get the gold pass. And then obviously they have like the rubies for sale that you can buy because um, the rubies can get you like new characters and cars and stuff like that. Yeah, I have yet to buy anything like with my rubies because I'm not really sure how to buy things you in do the shop. It, you do like the the tube and then it shoots out characters what how many characters do you have like two. Oh my god i have like all of them you need to show me how to do that today okay i will <laughs> cool yeah sweet just wait for what no i said sweet oh sweet 
Mason, you have to download it so we can all play together. Because I'm not also multiplayer. Multiplayer is coming, so everybody. It is coming because I'm like I added Maddie, but I have yet to be able to like play with her because there's like no setting to actually like play with your friends yet. See, Mm -hmm. Mario Kart has like been my whole entire life, so this was super exciting for me. Like we had growing up, we had a Nintendo 64. We had Mario Kart on there. Then we had like we had our little Game Boy Mm -hmm. colors. We had Mario Kart. We had Game Boy Advance. We had Mario Kart. Then we got a GameCube. We had Mario Kart. We got a Wii. We had Mario Kart. We got DSs. We had Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. Like, Mario Kart has literally been such a staple of my, I don't know, childhood. And, like, growing up, we used to carpool to school, and we would all bring our DSs and connect. Oh, we did on the bus. And, like, play against each other. It was just so much fun. My fate, honestly, the DS might be one of my favorite versions of Mario Kart. For sure. I wish I still had my DS. There were some sick games on there. Did you actually, honestly, I might, I want to play Nintendogs so bad. Um, I. Did you did you have a DS, Molly? I did, and I had Nintendogs, oh and I God. like killed my dog pretty Gross. much. So I like never went on, and then I was scarred for life. I was like, Mom, I can never have a dog because. <gasps> yeah. Anyways, Nintendo DSs are awesome, and they probably are my favorite gaming system I've had. Well, the Wii was pretty fun too, but. And if you guys ever get stressed out for Mario Kart, you can always hit up the Waves Float Center in East Grand Forks, and we just want to thank them again for sponsoring this podcast. And I had the opportunity to go there last week and i had a really great experience and i'll be talking about that next week so be sure to check back next tuesday happy tuesday